0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the CCO Follow podcast. Over this past month, we have been discussing parenting, talking about um, how to parent from from birth to all the way to emerging adults. And um, if you can remember the very first intro episode that we did, we had Chad and Crystal and, and they're back today joining us. Uh, in that intro episode, we basically just gave a big overview of, of kind of struggles with parenting and and kind of what parenting is all about, but today we're really excited because we're going to be talking about a, a, a very big topic. We're not going to be able to cover the whole thing, but we'd like to, um, and that, that topic is technology and how... How to parent and how we parent and what are the, the struggles of parenting in a hyper-technology world that we live in right now. Um, and it's kind of funny because as we were re- making these notes, I just kind of want to bring up some of the, the notes that we have because I think it's kind of funny. But we have listed some popular um, forms of technology in just kind of uh, a very broad sense. And, and those things are chat GPT. Discord, Roblox, social medias of Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Be Real, Twitter, um, Facebook. There's TV on demand now with Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. And and so this is like a very brief thing that we just wrote out right now in the past you know, few minutes we here. We didn't but just
1: write out the last few minutes. It's been a couple weeks
0: going. <laughs> a couple weeks, but, but I'm sure it took Travis 30 seconds to do. Um, there is yes. so much uh, technology and forms of technology and it is really difficult to, uh, I can't even imagine being a, a parent right now in this world if your kid has a tablet, an iPad mm-hmm. or just free access. Yeah. Um, there is so much. And so where where do we start? What is this all about? There's, there's things that we know technology is addicting. Mm-hmm. We know that it's dangerous in certain aspects. But we also know that it's helpful. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's where do we, what is this all about? So today is all about technology. Um, and I'm happy to have you guys back on. Uh, Chad is kind of our tech guru here at the church. And so he's been in into technology for a long time. Um, Travis, I know, is, is very just he likes technology. He loves his like technology. I've from uh,
1: Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so it's going to be really, a, a, I think it's going to be a great episode, great podcast today. So thank you guys for coming on and joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, let's just roll right into it. Let, where, how, where do you want to start with technology, Travis?
1: Um, well, I mean, you kind of touched on it, this really is just a drop in the bucket because um, like we were just discussing before we went live, like there's... Um, there's always more coming out. And so the things we're talking about, like we are gonna talk about some specifics about like here's today, but honestly, like there might be stuff coming out next month that there's not even any awareness of. You know, it was just a few months ago that Instagram released threads. It was just a few months ago that, um, you know, all this new technology is always just coming around and evolving, and so um, the the first part that we were gonna talk about is um, you know just things to consider, because the reality is is the things that we talk about of specific technology today won't even be relevant probably in a couple of years, um, mm-hmm. but so we wanna give some just general parameters of like here's things to be concerned about when introducing new technology, when finding new technology, when, um, because you may be introducing, you know, right now my kids are not interested in ChatGBT like we're gonna be talking about today. right? Um, but they will in a few years, and there will be totally. some kind of AI language learning model in a couple of years, yep. and um still, and um you know the things that we will need to consider are the same things we'll talk about today as far as like here's when you're introducing technology into your life, here some of the like major concerns and pitfalls you need to ask yourself before you let your child invest it before you let yourself invest in it, yeah, and so I guess we need just start there, just kind of like general things to consider when um when just dealing with technology, yeah. So, so so what about, okay, let's just bring up
0: the addictiveness of it. Yeah. I I think that's especially, you know, as a child, you're not going to know, you know, you're not going to have the discernment of this is probably addicting. I should probably take a step back. So what, what's that? I mean, I just, for for you guys, how has that been? How have you seen that? And how have you kind of uh, considered that in your parenting? So I think for me, it's, I, I, I take a,
2: an approach of too much of anything is bad mm. and so um you know i'm not just gonna hand one of one of my daughters a tablet and say mm-hmm. okay watch you know whatever play whatever game and yeah. then go off and, and for as long as you stuff, want as yeah. long as you want there's you know not to say i don't let them do it at all but you know i've kind of put like in my mind the time limit on it mm-hmm. it's Okay, they've been doing this for an hour or an hour and a half or a half an hour and depending mm-hmm. on the the situation, go, okay, it's time to stop, take a break, do something else. Yeah. And so we, we apply that with everything, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, tablets or video game systems, TV, um, you know, it, there's there's that stopping point where like, yeah. hey, okay, you've had enough, let's go do something else. Yeah. You know, because yeah, if you if you let so, uh, your kids sit in front of a TV or sit in front of a, a video game system, they will do it all day long because yeah. of, you know, the addictiveness of all of yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Well, what makes, what makes it addicting? Maybe we can dive into that.
2: So I think a lot of it boils down to, you know, everybody's got sort of a, a reward center and you, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll hear people talk about dopamine and that's essentially what yeah. it is. Is just, um, when you do something good your body reacts by giving you a a shot of dopamine you feel good about it if you complete a project at work if you you know build something really cool if you stand on stage and give an awesome presentation and everybody claps right well these these devices mimic that Mm -hmm. by constantly giving you that, that sort of feedback, but there's no, you don't have to exert yourself to get it. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, I pushed a button and I, you know, I I got an explosion. There's fireworks and everything's awesome or, you know, or watching TV. It's, I've noticed a lot of shows, you know, that, and you know this is the old me coming out right yeah. but i've noticed a lot of modern shows there's no substance to the tv show mm-hmm. i'll watch it from beginning to end and i'll go there was no moral in the story there was no yeah. uh, mm-hmm. there's no really story it was just yeah. like it's like watching out of the window, you know, out of your window, watching people talk and interact. It's like you don't have any context. There's maybe you hear some words, but
1: very episodic. Yeah, like yeah. the past one doesn't really influence the next one. There's it's just really contained. There's no real development.
2: Yep. Yeah. But then yeah. you combine that with bright
0: colors and mm-hmm. pretty sounds and stuff
2: I like love that. Bright and colors. Now yeah. Now
1: you're
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially for kids shows, you know, it's yeah. it's all about you know the. The feel good voices and the music yeah. and all that stuff. W- what about you, Crystal? What, how is your experience with technology and and it being addictive? How have you experienced that parenting and?
3: Um. Well. Both of our kids are a little different in what they like in their technology. Emma's more video game based, where mm-hmm. she could go on there for hours and hours until we're like, hey, yeah. like, you need to go do something else.
1: Yeah.
3: Isabel isn't so much into the video games and like her iPod or whatever. She's more like television where she'll mm. watch the next Bluey and it keeps going and keeps going. And that's why it's hard with these streaming services because yeah. they'll just play the next one. They don't ask her, hey, do you want to watch yeah. another one? Yeah. They'll just keep playing and playing playing until we have to go like hey like time to turn off like you've been watching this for quite a while and luckily Bluey's only like seven minutes but i mean Mm -hmm. there's other shows that are you know 20 30 40 minutes yeah and so it's
1: not like saturday morning at nine it's like you can watch the next one now well yeah and and you only
3: get like one or maybe a couple and where i remember you know we had to wait like a week or sometimes more to watch it. where they can literally watch a whole Series, yeah. series, yeah. In and like in the morning, yeah. And, yeah, and have the others
1: yeah. on demand. We're like, oh, sure, there's no new ones, but there's all right. these other things now, and yeah. well, I can go back and watch.
0: And this is what I really think is important to consider is that it's it's in a lot of this. It's like, wow, we have so much entertainment now. We can, you know, it's all you know relatively cheap for us and all these things. But mm-hmm. we have to really remember and consider that like Netflix and these companies, they want you to stay on their platform. Yeah. They oh, want yeah. you to stay yeah. there. Like YouTube wants you to just be on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is a perfect example of that because, or even just TikTok, let's just bring up TikTok, their whole entire, what Chad was saying, that reward system, you mm-hmm. can, they, they created the endless scroll. So you can keep yeah. going and keep going and keep going, and it never runs out. And yeah. so they just they do that because they they want you to. Yeah. It's it's good for the company. It makes them money and all that stuff. And so I think it's really important to consider that the what I'm trying to get at is the platform mm-hmm. isn't gonna warn interest. you. It's not yeah. it's not for yeah. your interest. Yeah. 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 And so as parents <clears throat> and individuals, we really have to be cognizant of that so we can be advocates for our kids and for ourselves
1: i think that's a really big difference of technology before and today because we had video games before and um, yes they weren't as flashy they weren't as advanced so there's those factors but even more than that they were just made um so people would play them and have fun we're now um Time is money, all the more so than ever before. And so now it's not just let me make a good game, but let me make a game that they will want to keep playing and not stop. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, as far as addictiveness, you know, there was actually a, a big thing, I think it was about a year ago, where um, there was a big discussion on whether or not loot boxes and games were uh, considered just gambling, just flat out gambling. Yep. Because yeah. essentially it has exact same, it uses the same strategy to get you addicted, where true. sometimes yeah. you get a reward, sometimes you don't. And it's always a wondering if and not. And um, I think that's a good thing to note is that um, you can have two games made in the same year made with very similar colors and flashiness but very different addictiveness levels because they have different goals yeah and yeah. Um, you know we've noticed with our own kids, I think this is a general good rule of thumb mm. that when you set that timer when you tell them hey it's time to be done, their response tells you how addictive that game was you know yeah. is yeah. the response of "Oh, I was so excited to beat this next level and you know that's that's normal it's normal to have something you were enjoying pulled away and to be disappointed yeah. or yeah. are they freaking out? Because um, we've seen both with our own kids. We've seen both with many different kids of just like, there's this, and usually it's with different games. It's not just, oh, did they get not much sleep or stuff like that? Obviously there's a lot of factors, we're humans. but just flat out, different games can bring extremely different responses of addictiveness, and um, that's just important to note because I think some people get in the mindset of uh, it's all or nothing—like either going to be okay with every game or not okay with any games. Yeah. And yeah. usually we draw the line of oh, is that game violent or not? And it's like, well, is this game addictive or not? You know, we've started um, combing through the the couple of games we let our kids play on the iPad, and we're like, well, this one has more addictive loot box tendencies, yeah. more this kind of tendency. We're going to stop this game, and we're going to tell them, no, this game is okay. And it has nothing to do about the content, in the sense of like, oh, you know, what is going in their minds as far as violence or stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, obviously we don't want our kids doing that either. But <laughs> it's, it's that conversation has been just about the addictiveness level yeah. of each game because yeah. they're all yeah. different.
0: Well, and I'm, I'm, I, I want to bring up a different thing here too, is because it not only is it addictive to children, I think it can also be really addictive to adults and, oh, yeah. and yeah, even absolutely. parents. Sure. And I think as yeah. You know, as we're adults, we have to watch ourselves because oftentimes I might find myself, you know, really just being on social media all day long and I'm, I'm thinking to myself on my day off, I'm like, this isn't helping me at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a parent yet as I've exhausted that already <laughs> in, this, in this series of podcasts, but I can only imagine, you know, your kids look to you guys, you know, your mm-hmm. kids are looking to their yeah. parents and you know, what are you doing with mm-hmm. your time? And so they see that and, and, and I think, you know, I don't know, having a, a teen, I'm sure that's exemplified even more where it's like, if they, if, oh, if you're doing this, well, I can certainly do that too. But, yeah. so it, it is, um, I, I wanna say for me, this is gonna sound kind of weird because I am, my role at the church here is, is media and, and, but I will be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of technology. And I've
1: told Travis this before. You tried to retrofit like an old 80s computer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm just not not a huge fan of of technology. I I personally think if, you know, obviously we're all watching and listening to this using technology. And that's great. But if it went away, I'm sure we would be just fine. Carrier Um, pigeons are pretty good. What? Carrier pigeons are pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It slows us down. But that's the other thing that I I, want to bring up is technology is really fast. And it makes us yep. fast. Yeah. And why is that a pitfall? What What are things, you know, why is being fast not necessarily the best option? I'm, I'm kind of looking to you, Travis, on this one, because we've, we've oh. talked about this a lot. Oh, we have? Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> don't you remember? <laughs> I don't remember any of our <laughs> conversations
0: about this. Just being slow and how that's okay.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, God made us as humans to, to experience life at a certain pace. You know, and I think, um, there's, uh, there's so many books that were written about how, when we introduced the clock, uh, we became, uh, slaves to our own desires Mm. and to the clock. Mm. When we, uh, were guided by the sun, we were, uh, slaves to God and his timeline. And there are so many, I mean, there's been a lot out lately of just like having a pace of life that is sustainable Mm. of, um, of slowing down from this aspect of, um, of being, you know, in seasons, God created literal seasons in our world. God created nighttime, daytime. And, you know, we invented electricity good for us. And now we all work through the night and wake up early and, um, you know, have all these other systemic problems. So I don't know if that's the direction you're going yeah, with that, totally. but, um, yeah, technology makes us, the questions never, you know, um, at what pace should I do this? Just because that's how long something should take. It's always how fast can I possibly yeah. at all do this? Yeah. And um, I mean, that's why we all speed. Yeah. I mean, that's why. In, yeah. I mean, how was, was the last time you? Yeah. Absolutely consistently went the speed limit always, and you know never sped ever <laughs> um, because people we we were in a hurry. Yeah. In all yeah. aspects yeah. of life. Yeah.
2: Well, well, and I think it, it also compounds because it's not just the speed, it's the, the, the number of things. Before, yeah. um, mm. you know, when, when we didn't have, everybody didn't have a computer, uh, you know, in their pocket and they're always connected, you had to call somebody on the phone. And at most, you might have one or two conversations going. You have a conversation Mm -hmm. with people in the room, a conversation with somebody on the phone. Now, you can have eight different conversations going across three different social media platforms, plus people in the room, plus, you know, some other thing. And you're having to keep track of all of these. And then, you know, we we get the, the doctors that come in and go, oh, your kid has ADHD.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, is it really ADHD or has, has your kid just kind of taken on too much? Do they yeah. need to slow yeah. down? Yeah. And, you know, can they manage two or three things at one time? If so, then they're, they're average and normal and, yeah. you know, and, and not to say that there aren't people out there that have ADHD. I, I have several friends that, I, I mean, it's a clear night and day. Yeah. Um, yeah. even, you know, just sitting in the same room with them, totally. whether they're, they're on their medication yeah. or not, but, applying that label across the board mm-hmm. when it's really just overstimulated um, because of so many different things going on.
1: It's almost like attention deficit disorder should be renamed like attention fracture disorder. Like that yeah. we have, mm-hmm. like it's not like, Oh, it's not like your deficit in the sense of you just can't, you just can't keep up and focus. It's that you've been forced to fracture your attention in so many ways that you can't bring it together. It's like if you take a mirror and shatter it, so you can get all the different angles that now the glass in different, you know, positions is providing you is all those different conversations. But once you shatter that glass, you're not just creating one paint again to be able to get a single image, yeah. single amount of focus. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really speaks to, you know,
0: well, I'm curious what, you have a seventeen year old daughter right yep. so when did you guys introduce technology to her and how did that play out and then was that consistent with your youngest daughter and what kind of changed if it did change i'm I'm really curious so i I
2: think we've introduced technology as kind of it, it made sense so Um, the girls have kind of always had access to video games and TV, but again, we, we limit those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Emma, for example, didn't uh, get a cell phone until, you know, she got it kind of early because she was in middle school, Mm -hmm. but there was actually a reason behind it. No,
3: no, she was 10 Nine or ten, and she took the bus. She was taking the bus home. We lived in Shelton, and the bus was Mm. over an hour late. They never called the school. I called the school. The school had no idea what was going on. I was freaking out. I was almost going to go drive and try and find where the bus was. Yeah, just start. And then all of a sudden, she pulled up, and then I was like, nope, never again. Because I called the school, and like they just had no idea. The bus driver was new. They never informed them. I think the bus like. Broke down or something and then we had to have someone come fix and then it's fine.
0: So it's a necessity. And so I was just, yeah, like I wanted her to be
3: able to call us and tell us like what was going on and she could only talk to us. She couldn't go on the internet
2: yeah, we locked out the internet and everything. We yeah. told her you can't call anybody. There was it no was numbers just, except yeah, for just ours, and yeah. we would check yeah. her phone and make sure. And slowly, over time, we'd give her a little bit more, a little bit more, a little mm-hmm. bit more. Eventually, yeah. that transformed into, hey, I need social media.
3: Well, and sometimes and- she would lose it, too, like mm-hmm. with the social media. like She'd play, there was a game called, um, there's like Roblox now, but she played a game called Animal Jam. And our rule was, you have to know them in person yeah. like it can't be like so-and-so's yeah. friend's oh, cousin yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know kind of thing they ha- yeah. she literally had to have a conversation with them in person yeah. and there was a couple times I was like wow you have a you have a lot of friends like 120 friends like who do you know yeah. all these people And oh no well my friend over here told me to, i shouldn't you know invite them And i was like nope, yeah, nope. and so we would scale yeah. back i'm like sorry you lost your privilege like we don't know them like they could be yeah. anybody and i didn't think that like predators or whatever would be on those ki- i'm like it's animal jam it's a kid's game yeah. why are adults on there chat. pretending
1: oh it's only gotten worse there? too you yeah, know what yeah. i mean and before oh, yeah.
3: like well because before she had like the setting where it was like it was only chat bubbles So it was only certain phrases they could say yeah and then after a while we were like okay you can have the i don't know the, the other account chat. where you could yeah. yeah and so that just scared me because i didn't realize like all that was on and this was after she kind of had stopped playing that game or whatever but it's on Roblox. i mean it's on everything like yeah. if there's a chat yeah. option they can get to your kids
1: yeah. Well, on that light note. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, so Isabel. Isabel doesn't
3: have a phone yet, mm-hmm. but we were kind of thinking about it. But it would just be where she could just call me and Chad if yeah. she's like in a situation where she wants to come home. She doesn't like. Um, like she spent the night at her grandparents where she was going to, and then for whatever reason, she just got scared and stressed out and wanted us. And so we had to go through my mom to have her FaceTime us. But if she had her own phone, then she could call us. And I think that might help her feel better. Oh yeah. totally. So
0: just in talking about my history with it, I, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a bit older than your kids. Um, and so (laughs) technology, it's crazy how fast it goes, but Mm. When I was a kid, there wasn't there. The iPhone wasn't a thing. Yeah, uh, I, I think yep. it had just come out when I was getting into like sixth or seventh grade. Maybe You're so young. <laughs> I feel so old uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and so my I I got a phone because of the necessity, and it yeah. was just a dumb phone. You know, yeah. it was just a regular. It was just one of those. You know the what was it? the like, razors? Yeah, not like a razor, but just. A flat out just like flip phone, like her, a Nokia, just to, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the trailer. Trailer. yeah. It Did was you like, the yeah, like your exactly, yeah. And so that was great because, like, I didn't have. I think I had like like a, a hundred uh, little uh, letters for texts per per month or whatever it was. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't, you know, I'm not gonna do that and. And so it was just for call call my parents up. And sixth grade, um, Arthur. I'm not paying that. <laughs> like, no, really already so, a Meisner at sixth grade. So, but then it's crazy because that was I think I think that happened when I was like almost into seventh grade. So like the the summer before seventh grade. But then going into eighth grade, I got another phone, and that phone I actually had texting. And so then it was like, oh, now I'm, and this is all kind of new to my parents. They they didn't even have cell phones until you know the 2000s you know what i mean so yeah so it's new to them and so then it's there's texting and then i got my first smartphone that had access to like the internet and social medias i had that in i think i was i was kind of a late bloomer for for technology of all the kids around me in my class but i think i got that sophomore year of high school and it is one of those things where it because, you know, my parents didn't know what they didn't know, and I didn't know what I didn't know. But those companies also were just like, well, let's just make this addict. You know, they, mm-hmm. they weren't yeah. even thinking, let's make it addicting at the time, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it became kind of that thing. And then it became my comfort. So it was like, could you imagine yourself saying, putting your phone down for a month, mm-hmm. a week, even yeah. just a day without your phone? So many people would be like, oh, no, I can't do that and it's, it is this kind of for me it's too is like i i try to take breaks now because i've i've been in that situation where i was like mm-hmm. whoa this is like i i don't like i feel sad without my phone and that's not yeah. good you know yeah. Yeah. yeah and so i don't know where i was going with that but it's just one of those things where i think as we grow as as adults and as we have kids with technology, it's going to change so rapidly. Like, I'm sure in 10 years... Yeah. We'll, it, we'll be in a totally different yeah. place. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it only sure.
2: gets faster.
0: And so what water. are... what? I really want to get at... What's the antidote to this? What are some principles that maybe we can have that will help guide us when technology changes? What are, like... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring up the Bible here, but, like, what are some good principles to have no matter what the technology looks like? And I think you've touched on it, just... And you've talked about it the very first time you were on is like we have to be advocates. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what are what are some other good principles that we we should be having that can help
1: us kind of with this antidote? Well, I mean, the Bible talks so much about um, testing, testing fruit, testing spirits, mm-hmm. testing like not just accepting anything that comes your way. And um, I think it's what a lot of this episode's about is just like what are what are things to be aware of. You know that when, when you're introducing something new, don't assume don't assume it's the worst thing ever, and don't assume it's the best thing ever. Um, yeah, let yeah. each thing stand on its own on its own merit, on its own value, and um, and just see. You know, actually, kind of side thing like that's what the Amish do. Um, the Amish are known for you know never introduce technology, never this, never that. That's um, not true. They actually, hmm. any time a new technology is introduced, um, their uh, the elders in their individual community will vote on uh, the values of it. And so, um, there's some Amish communities that actually allow cars and, um, there's some that don't. And the ones that don't usually their argument is that, well, we can get there faster. We can get there more efficiently, more effectively, but we notice communities with cars, they tend to be more spread out and we want to uh, keep it close to the community. And so yeah. it's not that, um, they're just like this anti, you know, technology thing is that, um, they just, they just want to take everything, um, they want, it, anything they adopt, they want to adopt slowly and they want to adopt purposefully. Yeah. And be like, what value does this add? And what does this detract? Because every single thing you ever add in your life will detract from something else. Yeah, You yeah. just, you just that's how it will be. And so, you know, you could even say some of their best technologies, the wheelbarrow, you know, simple technology. Well, it made us slightly weaker. It did, you know, it made life slightly easier. And was that trade-off worth it? Well, most of us would say yes, mm-hmm. but yeah. there is always a trade-off. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, the calculator, It made certain math things um, easier, but then we lost certain uh, memorization skills and things like that. But overall, was it worth it? Most people would say yes. And so it's never about, oh, is this, you know, this is from Satan, this is from God. It's like, okay, what does this thing do? What does this thing take away? And is that worth the trade-off? Yeah,
0: Yeah. that's a good point.
1: Um, speaking, so speaking of those kind of things to consider, we've talked about addictiveness. Um, uh, you kind of brought up the, the openness of platforms, how like you had the, the friends and you made sure it was like only people you've ever seen in person, ever talked to in person. Um, how have you guys seen that play out with other apps? Cause you know, some social media allow private accounts, um, where you have to approve when someone follows you. Mm-hmm. Um, but no social media to my knowledge allows you to have the limit of, um, you know when you go follow someone like oh you have to check with your parents first so oh, like <laughs> um every social media a certain extent there's some that social media and games because honestly even like the simplest card game um now has online components where yeah. it's like oh yeah. now you be chatting with who knows who playing Wait. cards well i, I remember, um, club <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Club remember club penguin I remember club yeah yeah but um so most of them offer some kind of limitation of if you don't want people reaching out to you, you can kind of create barriers sometimes, not everything does, um, but none of them offer barriers when you go Reach out. out yeah. Um, yeah. So how have you guys dealt with kind of the openness issue regarding technology?
3: So with Emma, um, I have to be her friend. She only, can, she only has Instagram. Chad's very against TikTok from the beginning. And I even kind of had a fight to get her to have Instagram because I didn't mm. really see the big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I totally see it. And I wish maybe we would have waited longer. Cause she got hmm. it at 13. Cause that was a real well, the app says you have to be 13. You're not going to lie and say yeah. that you're 13 when yeah. you're not. So you're going to wait till you're 13. Yeah. And then, so she has to be friends with me. <clears throat> um, she has in a private account and then I will go in there periodically and look who she's following and who mm-hmm. is following her, uh, and sometimes I ask, them like, well, hey, who, like, who's this person? I don't recognize this name. Yeah, and we've been a little more relaxed because she does have a job now, and so she does meet more Co-workers people. And, yeah, and yeah. she's been good with it. Yeah, now and so yeah. we, you know, so she's earned our trust in that. But sometimes, yeah, or even her posts, I'm like, oh, I saw this post. I don't like that. I want you to take it down. Like yeah. that's not appropriate, or I don't want you yeah. swearing on. Yeah your, um, your page or whatever. And she will, she's always been very good. She's never been like, no, I'm not going to do that. She's just like, okay. And she'll, you know, take it down yeah, or whatever. Um, Isabel, I, he says probably 13, maybe I want to wait longer cool. because yeah. that's where she And it gets... might
1: depend on which, which platform. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, well,
3: and you have to think like kids are different how it could affect one kid. It might not affect them the same. So absolutely. You, I, I don't think you can do a blanket statement of like, oh, well they shouldn't have this at this age or whatever but like yeah. with emma like like with the body issues and just the like even the news she took everything that was on these reels as gospel and i didn't yeah. realize that tiktok could be put on instagram where you well, could share and that I didn't, didn't want happen her on when she was 13.
0: That wasn't, yeah. that didn't exist yeah, when she was 13. 13. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't well, something Well, they had musically,
3: and we wouldn't let her on musically because just a lot of the dances and a lot of the things the yeah. kids were just doing were inappropriate. And we're like, yeah, yeah, that's not for you. You don't know yeah. how that could affect you later yeah. in then, life with a job or whatever. Like, Even looking
1: at, yeah. and it became TikTok. Yep. Yeah. 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 Even looking at stuff, because part of the thing is that like, oh, my kid knows that's, that's wrong or whatever. You also have to deal with the normalization of it. Where it's like them just seeing it over and over and over again. um, I forget where it was, but it's it's said that, you know, if you hear a lie, I forgot how many times it is, um, you'll start believing it's true. Even if you have all the reasons and know it's false. And um, the same thing happens with normalization, where it's like, sometimes we can think, well, my kid knows that this is inappropriate or that's wrong, Um, but they may know it, but if they're told something different often enough, it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, and ultimately, we we have a we have a rule in our house, and that is that any technology you have can be inspected by us
3: at
1: any time, Mm. right? Yeah, it's a privilege,
3: not a right. And and, I always tell them, I'm curious, do you guys
1: know each other's passwords?
3: Yeah, for the, like most, yeah, part. For the like, most part. I mean, I'm, sure yeah. I'm sure there's
2: some you know, Well, I mean,
1: you have work too, so you probably, yeah.
2: I have, yeah. I have work. I, my password manager has yeah. several hundred passwords in it, yeah. and they're all different, so there's no yeah. way that yeah. you, you know, don't know your own passwords. <laughs> but I don't even yeah. know my own passwords, yeah. which is yeah. why yeah. I have a yeah. password yeah. manager. But, but for the most part, like you know, I, I can get into her phone, she yeah. can get into mine. Like, yeah. same. No, I, was, I
1: was curious. Some people find that odd, and I'm just like, yeah. She, we even put face ID on each other's phones because it's just easier. But, um, mm but like we have each other's passwords. We have each other's passwords to our password managers. and stuff like that. That, um we don't have anything sensitive like for my work that she couldn't you know for some reason access yeah. that i know of um, <laughs> and, um, yeah i hope not uh, Travis and uh but yeah so that's just interesting yeah cuz we always talk about that in aspects of kids but um that goes for spouses as well but yeah. Yeah. sorry you were yeah. saying i was just inter- interested oh, no, no I lost my so chance. you can no, always thanks, you're, you're
0: always going into you know it's a priv- it, it's a privilege it's right a privilege right. and, right. it's, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. you can always get into that so
2: we we've only had to I, I think we did it we've gotten into Emma's phone maybe once or twice because mm-hmm. there was a concern and but yeah you
3: know, maybe a couple yeah. well but sometimes I would just yeah maybe once or twice for a concern Especially and then sometimes I would days. just to be like now I don't unless she gives me like a real good reason like why I should be like yeah. looking into it like she had a drama thing at work mm-hmm. and but I respected her privacy because I know she talked about it more openly with her friends and um, like I felt like if she wanted me to know she would tell me I wasn't going to invade mm-hmm. that privacy that when you she guys had. are
1: in that stage where it's like she's so close to 18 yeah to where um you can have certain boundaries of like in my house we don't do x and things like that right but for the most part you guys are in that handoff transition where you're yeah. becoming kind of like we were talking with the dunnings you're mm-hmm. becoming or and and tony and lisa like you're becoming more of that coach rather than just you know that uh, law enforcement yeah. yeah 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 and that's that's hard
0: well you know it's it's i just i keep thinking about because you talked about you know at 13, technology, like Instagram, when I was a kid, when I had Instagram, you couldn't even like, it wasn't, you couldn't DM
1: somebody else. Yeah. That, yeah that, that didn't, that part of it didn't even come out, you know, in that early stages. And so. And you what, had to take photos right then and there. Yeah. Like you could, and I just mentioned that because that's, yeah. that's what added so much of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, well, and in the moment too, like it was just, uh. And I just say that because that that places so much of what happened with technology, where the the Instagram life and stuff like that, and the the falseness and yeah. the, just kind of the the body image issues that came out of it, so much of that happened after that change, yeah. where you could post, um, you know, photos from other things. because yeah, that that's when people upgraded their cameras. That you could edit it. you could yeah. do all these different things that made it less and less real. And
0: and so yeah. it's like that. Just thinking about that, you know, I'm I mean, just imagining, you know, let's just say oh, this app is this specific way, and so I'm going to allow you know my child to, to be in this app. And then a year later, it's like, whoa, now it's a totally different app. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever had to take something away, but... Oh, like you give it to them in a particular away yeah, later. Yeah, I'm imagining at some point that's yeah. probably going to be something that we might have to do is say, you know what, this app is is very different. I, I'm it's thinking about Twitter right now, which is X, you know, yeah. and, <laughs> you know with the whole thing, and, yeah. and so it's... If that app changes, you know there's certain things. It's it's just such a. We really have to be, very, uh, purposeful, like yeah. you're saying about what what we're doing, yeah. and I think it's I think it's totally okay to to say at some point, you know what this has changed. I'm gonna kind of hold this back for you know a certain time of development, but that's hard. Like, I I don't know. It just
1: yeah. it's it, especially if you as the parent have one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're like, well, I can handle this, but you can't. And we treat that in so many different aspects of life. I mean, driving is an easy example. Yeah, um, but it's still hard to yeah. say this is good for me, not for you. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. So, talking about, um, I just kind of want to jump into it. So, Chat GPT. Chad, oh, you jumped. <laughs>
1: <he> jumped. <laughs> he just, both feet straight in. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> what, Chad? What is Chat GPT?
2: So, uh, a lot of people are are. You hear it everywhere. You're hearing AI, machine learning. You, you hear it. Um, Apple just released iOS 17, and they've in, um, integrated a predictive um model into messaging now where you, yeah. as you're typing a message it will predict what you're trying to say yeah um these things are, are all over our lives i
1: specifically I mean, write something else just to say like no you don't know me like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you thought i was gonna say i'm gonna say well, something totally different yeah
2: well this is where machine learning kicks in and, yeah. and like for for example this morning we we're we we're heading in and uh we oh. have you know our our car will detect a, a you know our phone and and you know bring it up on the dash. And so uh, Crystal plugged your phone in, and it pops up, and it's like, oh, you're trying to go somewhere. And she's like, wait, why does it have this address in here? Mm-hmm. And it was because she's been to that address on Friday wow. mornings a couple of yeah. times. And so it's trying to learn from you. Yeah. And go, oh, you've done this a couple of times. I'm just going to show it, because the likelihood of you doing it is again high. is high. Yeah. Yeah. This is how Chat GPT works. But it's essentially a statistical model that predicts gpt stands for generative predictive text Mm. it's literally trying to guess what the next thing is whether Mm -hmm. it be the next word or the next sentence or the next you know three paragraphs so the example i'd like to give people is if i say jingle bells jingle bells
1: jingle jingle all all the way. way yep
2: so now everybody that all knows Schwarzenegger that version, or the yes, yes. <laughs> specifically that yeah. version. No, um, when it, that's all it's doing. Yeah. So when you start typing or you give it a prompt, you know, uh, how, how do I start a, an essay on Abraham Lincoln? It goes, well, I've seen millions of essays and I've seen thousands or hundreds of thousands of essays on on Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of a jumbling of what most of them say, and it spits it out. Yeah, yeah. Well. That's both a good and a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. a good thing from the sense that it can be a useful tool, it can help you get started. Yeah. But it's also a bad thing because you've got kids out there now that are just copy and pasting this stuff yeah. and submitting it as their yeah. homework. Yeah. And so you have to you have to strike that balance. Yeah. And and I treat it just like any other tool, right? If um if you're if you ask like your brother that was in the class the 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 year before, hey, can I see your paper? And you use that as a starting point. Yeah. I don't consider that cheating yeah right but if you take it and you copy it word for word, word, for word it's yeah. absolutely cheating and yeah. so that's how i i kind of approach uh chat gpt well yeah well. It,
0: what what you're saying too is like the, i have uh i've i've heard some stories about like college and you know when it this last iteration of it being so much more intelligent it's had so yeah. much more information I I've seen people use them as their papers. Like just they write the whole thing and they turn in, and it's not plagiarism because it's it's not from someone else's unique, right? But it's like and so now these colleges, these universities, and I'm sure these high schools are having to figure out ways of how to detect this. And the problem is that's only going to go so far unless there's you know specific form like if, if yeah. Chat GPT had a specific watermark or something yeah. that was across the board. But this type of technology, it's gonna get so clearer and and better yeah, that it, advanced. You're yeah.
1: n- you, yeah. How do you know? And so when people tried to implement I mean Chat GPT had their own like um, you know, testing software where you could like Um, send something in, like, online. Sounds like you mail it. Uh, But, like, you (laughs) you you, you know, copy and paste it onto this thing online, and it goes through and says, like, is this was created by ChatGPT or not? But they actually pulled that off the market um, a little while later. So, like, you know... There, there was, but it was not great. And they, I think, I don't know why they decided to pull it off. My guess is that it just wasn't effective enough mm-hmm. and, like, accurate enough. Because um, if you get false positives, you could ruin school, you could ruin kids' lives.
2: And that's the big concern is the false positives. Because yeah. if you, if I go to a website and I start reading, like, a blog, for example, yeah. within the first few sentences, I can tell if it's been just generically copy and pasted yeah. from Chat GPT, But if you get very very specific on topics and yeah. your prompts and yeah. it, it will write you know very, very well. clear concise you know yeah. uh, uh, text and to the point where you know a human could write it and if you're not familiar with somebody's writing style like if crystal were Mm. to send me something and i start reading i'm like that's not how you word that yeah right i I would know immediately yeah but asking a a professor in college that has 300 Uh students under them yeah they're not going to be familiar enough with you know everyone's writing style to be able to discern whether or not it's you know Taken from it or not,
1: and there's blogs yeah. and stuff popping up purely just ChatGPT stuff. So like you would mm-hmm. never know the writing style. Um, I have a friend who um, is a published author. He has like four books, five books out, and um, he actually he's a he's a very small published author. I mean it's it's through publishing companies, but he's not a big name, right? Um, but even he was able to like, hey, I want you to write this, and he, he was doing it for outlining and then he was just like huh i wonder so he put he was like write this in the voice of so and so his own his own name yeah. and um he's like dude it had all the like normal references i'd put in my books wow. it had oh, and wow. he was like okay so like it, depending on how well-known you are, maybe if you have a big blog or you've written books, like, it might even mimic those things about you, yeah. um, which is odd.
2: Well, right now, there's uh, a lot of stuff going around in the tech community around like, lawsuits and stuff because of that, because there are certain people that are out there going, hey, I, I've written books, but I don't want my likeness used yeah. as part of, a big thing. of yeah. these large language models. Well, yeah.
0: And that's happening on video. And uh-huh. through podcasts, uh-huh. they you know, uh, this is why it's, this is why it's, I, I can see now, um, with kids, like, I don't want my kid's face out there. I don't, I don't want their, you know, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. let them, you know what I mean? So it's like, because right now we, I mean, we, this is only what, number 16, episode 16, I think yeah, we're already maybe. in trouble, you know, that's, we have. Shutting it down. So far, hours of, of kind of just Travis and I talking. And so these models, like you're saying, can just kind of copy our voices and copy how we speak. And and that's, that's not a, the greatest yeah. thing,
1: you know? And yeah. so how... Well, there was that one... Um, there's already, who was that artist who put out a new song that was totally made by ChatGPT? Oh, Drake? Drake. Oh, yeah. Drake did that. Yeah. And then there was a podcaster I thought that also made an entire episode. Joe just. Rogan? Was it Joe Rogan? I think so. Oh, yeah. that's weird. I didn't want to imagine him doing that. <laughs> um, well, he, yeah. didn't,
0: he didn't make it, it was oh. somebody else who oh, made okay. it. Okay, that in makes him. more sense. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, one of the podcasts I listen to, they actually, uh, back when this was happening last November, um, they, as a joke, they've just left it on there. Um, They put an organic label on there, their (laughs) image of their podcast, like organic podcast. I mean, how do you Um, discern, you know, it's it's going to get so good. Yeah. But, um, you know, one of the, the things with ChatGPT I think we have to remember is with every technology, there's a gain and there's a loss. And I was actually uh, Alicia forwarded me something from Instagram yesterday. of This teacher saying, you know, answering the question of like, how do you deal with your students potentially turning in stuff? Because you can't, you can't moderate it. Yeah. You can't yeah. be like, okay, yeah. make sure none of you do this, because you're only going to get the the kids who are, you know, law-abiding citizens essentially to obey. Yeah. Um, yep. And so she's taking the other approach where she's just like, okay, feel free to to prompt chat GPT however you want for this uh, paper. And when we come into class tomorrow. You're all going to be editing the paper that ChatGPT wrote and arguing in class. Interesting. um, Against or for what it put out. And so this teacher was just like, I can't moderate it, so I'm not going to. Instead, I'm just going to say, use it. And then, we in person are going to do the things that essentially we used to assign by having you write a paper. We're now going to be doing in person because that's the only yeah. way to really make sure they are processing and learning these skills Actually of like, know the material. Yeah, and yeah of critical just... thinking and, and discussing. And so, yeah. it's just kind of well, like, well,
0: that's that's one way. And not only that, it's like, okay, we're talking about parenting. And so, there's not always going to be these these blocks, you know, outside of our parenting for our kids, you know, they're they're not always going to get in trouble for doing something that's not good, Yeah. but how can we as parents grow our our children in a way that they they just won't do that? And so I think that's... Or how
1: they use it well. Yeah, exactly. How do you you raise your child in a way that makes sure that they don't abuse these things for their ill, ultimately? Because ultimately, like you said, they're not going to get caught, or if they do get caught, you know, whatever, like, but we're trying to raise people yeah and like we're trying to make sure they are holistic humans and how do we do that where they use this as tools or they don't use it as tools but it doesn't use them it doesn't you know i i will tell you that i i have to
2: actually rein in full-grown adults on this stuff Mm. so i've had several colleagues uh, a couple of you know like senior managers come to me and hey look at this cool thing that chat gbt did mm. and i've had to actually like open it up and break it down for them like i had somebody uh took a whole bunch of data and fed it to chat GPT and said create a dashboard and it created a dashboard and it was all pretty and everything and, and i was like eh, that's cool i'm like let's actually dig into this and see what it did and yeah. once we dug into it i was like it's missing this value and this value and this value and i'm like if you would have taken that and put it in a, a powerpoint deck and submitted that to our board of directors and then the next week or next month or whatever it was taken that data and done it again your numbers would have been off your count would have been off and you would have looked silly yeah Yeah. you know that's not something that you do and so teaching your kids that like you can't just blindly trust these things yeah you know again it's one thing to to use it as a tool to help it's Mm -hmm. a whole nother thing to just you know Uh, I'm going to let it do the work for me because it's no different than asking your friend or your brother to do the work for you and then having them, you know, be malicious or, yeah. How how do you trust that they did it right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so it seems like to kind of encapsulate everything, you know, as we're closing here talking about parenting, it, it seems like no matter what age, no matter what topic like technology or whatever it is that we're talking about, it seems like being intentional, you know, being purposeful, I guess that's the same thing, intentional, purposeful, but also communication with your, with your children, building relationships. It seems like all of that is the basis of, of parenting and that's going to help in all of these different aspects. I don't know. Is there, as we're closing, what, what would you have to say? Just kind of the antidote to all of these potential issues. What, what would you say? I would say be engaged yeah that's that's a big one know
2: what your kids are doing with technology know who they're talking to know what they're interacting with and again you're not ever going to know everything right but if you at least know the bulk of it then you can kind of guide them as needed and you know ultimately we we're just trying to guide them to be you know good you know christian person in the end Mm -hmm. and so that's all we can do is kind of put up those bumpers and and lead them down a path yeah uh, but ultimately it's up to them and so mm. the best thing we can do for them is just you know give them guidance and and be engaged with them and in every step of the process whether they're two or 20
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: that's
1: good yeah do yeah.
3: I had something and then I forgot it. I oh, I I'm so did. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah,
1: no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with the the engagement portion. You know, we we there were so much things we didn't get to because it's just there's, there's so many things. Yeah. one of them was. Um, You know, there were some studies done showing that you can greatly diminish the negative effects of watching TV by watching with your kid and engaging with them during the TV show. So, like, commenting, oh, did you you notice that that character is now sad? Why are they sad? Oh, look at this. And, like, just simply engaging with them diminishes greatly all those negative effects while keeping the positive ones. And I think that kind of speaks to technology as a whole. Where if you, like you were saying, just engage and walk through it with your kid, um you're aware of what you know is happening out there you're aware of the pros and cons you're aware of like the strategic ways to lead them through this minefield of technology yeah. um you're aware of which things are as more addicted to them uh addictive for them and which things aren't and that's gonna be different for kid to kid uh you're aware yeah. of which things are gonna be safe which things aren't and that's i know that's really daunting and overwhelming but it really just involves just being engaged that be- yeah being you know, involved yeah, yeah being involved and like that's just i mean that's a lot of parenting as a whole But especially technology where everything's new and there's so many bad potential uses out there and everything else, um, you know, just just walk with them. Learn yeah. with them. Learn, you know, as they get this new social media thing, learn how the privacy settings work with them. Learn and, and explain to them why you care about these certain privacy settings. Learn how to cur- uh, curate their their feed and why that matters. Talk to them about things like when you hear a lie often enough, it doesn't matter how much you believe the truth. You will eventually believe the lie. Mm-hmm. Just walking through them of just like, this is, you know, technology really is just a hyperistic, version of the real world. Yeah. Which means you yeah. just have to be hyperistically involved and just really walking with them and explaining all along the way, like we do with every other part of parenting, why you do what you do and why you, why you want to help them in that way. Yeah.
3: I was going to say, I want to encourage parents too. I know, um, it's hard when your kid comes to you and they're like, so-and-so friend has this app and we're like can I get it and like we've looked into it like that's how it was with musically and tiktok we're like sorry but no and like really stand your ground just because we tell our kids too every parent parent's different and like none of us are always going to be the same like how we feel about things and so just stay strong that if you feel convicted not to let your kids watch Mm -hmm. that show have that app do whatever like stick with it and then also on our kids' um, devices we have they have to ask our permission before they can even download. So that way we know exactly what they're going to put on their devices, if we are going to allow that mm-hmm. or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And if you really have questions, Chad's phone number is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I really, I, thank you guys for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Again, there was so much we just did not oh, cover yeah. just because it's yeah. such a broad thing. But I, I think we, you know, it really is be involved, yep. be involved yep. with your kids and um, just love them. Well, you know, and so this month, as, as we're, we close out, we've talked about parenting. Um, a lot of this stuff is actually on our website. Everything that we're doing right now, building these, uh, Travis, why don't you, you're, you're way better at explaining than I am. What are we doing on our website? that's so important to us.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, all these these podcast episodes, we're trying to cover different topics um, so that you may kind of enter into this conversation with different people in our church and different people in the community who have what we, what we believe is valuable things to say on these topics. Uh, but these episodes aren't meant to just be a standalone resource for you. And so if you go on the uh, cavrioli.com website, uh, under resources, there's follow Jesus resources under that, uh, that drop down menu. And on that page, there's uh, links to all these different topics, ones that we've covered on the podcast, ones we haven't yet covered on the podcast. And on those pages, there is everything from teachings that our church has done on these subjects, uh, podcast episodes that are related to those subjects, uh, and then additional resources, whether it be links to websites, books you can buy, um, different uh, just things for you as you're just walking through these different areas of life. Everything from um, as simple as, you know, uh, starting to follow Jesus, like we covered at the very beginning of this podcast, yeah. and uh, prayer and fasting to things like this, like parenting or evangelism or um, how to know the Bible is true, all those kind of things. And so we try to have it be very comprehensive and it's just going to be growing. So um, as we cover different topics, know that you will have additional resources there as well.
0: Yeah. So next month, uh, the next podcast that you see, we're going to be going through missions and what that means being uh, living life on mission. Um, So that's our next topic Thank you so much for joining us today and and we just encourage you to keep joining us as we keep going through, through these topics each and every week. Thank you guys and God bless.